Hello, and welcome to the third episode of 7 Days in 7 Minutes, where I, your host, Daniel, cover the past week's news, all 7 days in 7 minutes. This installment is the week of July 22nd through July 28th, so without much further ado, let's get into the news. Trump administration unveiled a $2 billion plan to help U.S. farmers reeling from the impact of the ongoing trade war with China. These imposed tariffs have hurt the farmers who ardently supported President Trump in his election. The U.S. plans to buy unsold crops, particularly soybeans, that are bought primarily by China. They plan to distribute these crops to food banks and other government nutrition programs. The tariffs were placed on imports to give the Trump administration time to work out long-term trade deals with other countries to benefit all sectors of the U.S. economy. The U.S. and EU also agreed this week to avoid an all-out trade war to Mr. Trump, agreeing to put aside his threat to impose tariffs on European cars, and the EU agreed to buy more U.S. natural gas and soybeans. Former Cuban President Raul Castro proposes rewriting the Cuban Constitution to many reforms, including limiting the age of future presidents to 60, erasing the word communism, and recognizing quote-unquote private property, while still reaffirming the country will still be governed by socialist principles. Looking back on the history of Cuba will enlighten us on the significance of this proposal. Cuban leader Fidel Castro in 1959 established the first communist state in the Western Hemisphere after overthrowing the military dictator Fulgencio Batista. While his regime was marked by various reforms, including improved literacy and healthcare, it also stamped out economic and political freedoms. The Cuban government held an antagonistic relationship with the U.S., including the Cuban Missile Crisis, in which Cuba allowed the Soviet Union to house their ballistic missiles on its own soil. This was the closest the two superpowers, the U.S. and the Soviet Union, came to a full-fledged nuclear war. Relations between the two countries, Soviet Union now Russia, had since warmed up, as 2015 marked the end of the trade embargo placed on the U.S. in 1960. It will surely be interesting to watch how the new proposal changes the lives of the Cuban people. Imagine famous sports players like Tom Brady or Kevin Durant being the President of the United States. Such was the case in Pakistan last week, when the very popular and charismatic former Pakistani cricket captain Imran Khan, who once led the Pakistani cricket team to a World Cup stardom, led his party to victory in a historic Pakistani election. This comes amidst accusations of vote rigging and even military interference. The Oxford-educated politician, who brings with him the promise of change, improved education and health facilities, and lastly, more jobs for young people, brings hope to a nation whose former leaders have been embroiled in widespread corruption scandals. Facebook suffered the biggest ever one-day loss in a market value for a U.S. listed company. The social media giant saw shares fall a whopping 19%, erasing about $119.1 billion dollars in market value. Its CEO and founder Mark Zuckerberg's net worth fell by a whopping $17 billion in one day. This came just after the news that Facebook's business was slowing down, 
partly because of not being able to monetize advertisements on Instagram. Such drastic changes brings into question Facebook's future, as it has drawn heavy criticism as of late. But we'll just have to see how things pan out for the social media giant. Next we go to Djibouti, a small African nation in the Horn of Africa, which has captured the attention of many nations. It's already home to military bases from the UK and France, and it in fact hosts the largest American permanent military base in the world. The latest country to set up a military base is China, Djibouti being China's first overseas military base. So what makes this African nation so attractive to so many powerful nations? Well, besides being a relatively stable nation, Djibouti is strategically located in the Horn of Africa, overseeing one of the world's busiest shipping routes. This is not the first time we've seen many countries involved militarily in a single nation. History has shown us that it usually ends badly. Perhaps, with more countries wanting a stake in Djibouti, we'll see future conflict. For now, all eyes are on Djibouti as they control the land that many countries desire. Would you consider it unnatural for young children and infants not to cry at all? Such is the situation as reported from your men, not because they are happy and content, but because they are starved to the extent that they have no more energy to cry. The war in Yemen is often dubbed the Forgotten War, as it continues to leave many children and families devastated in its wake. For the NGO, there are 2.2 million children left malnourished and starved. There are also reports of a possible outbreak of cholera, which would leave these already malnourished children to dire straits. This crisis started in March of 2018, when political crisis sprung from Saudi-led coalition performing airstrikes to oust the Iranian rebels. You can help by volunteering or donating on the Save the Children website. Thanks for tuning in to episode 3 of the 7 Days and 7 Minutes podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to leave it down below. Until next time, this is the Weekly Rewind, signing out.